0: The My Colorful Nana Project is a collected group of generous thinkers. It is an invitation for all to expand upon and celebrate their definitions of the words beauty and blackness. My name is Lauren Stockman Brown, and I am the founder of the My Colorful Nana Project. And thanks for listening. What is beauty? What is femininity? What is blackness? Is black hair beautiful? Does it matter? I don't know. You tell me.
1: My name is Meski Taylor. I'm 19, no, 20. 20. That's getting new. You know, like I'm like a few weeks into 20. Your <laughs> Anyways, my pronouns are she, her, and hers. What I'm studying at Gallatin, you know, I'll let you all know when I figure it out. <laughs> Always <a tough> question. <laughs> uh, I am a black uh, specifically. Uh, so I identify Ethiopian if you want to get more specific about it. I think my journey and my perspective is a little bit Confusing for me, and (laughs) because I'm black, I'm Ethiopian, but I I'm in a family dynamics that's all white. Most of my friends are all white. My community's all white. My family's all white. Love them. You know, that's not, that's not an always bad thing, but like it is just, it made it really
0: hard to relate. Can you tell me a little bit about your family dynamic?
1: Uh, like me and my little brother were doctors from Ethiopia. I was eight and he was six. Uh, my family are your, you know, typical American white family i have three older siblings but yeah and then and then my parents we go out like hell just go the trip to starbucks (laughs) to grab coffee or something and people would always stare at me and my hair the whole deal you know nobody ever assumes oh they're a family (laughs) or like oh like that's their daughter (laughs) Mm. assumption is never the first one that goes to people's heads and i get it you know i think one of the things my dad used to say and he he's a sweetheart he literally would go oh, like, they're staring at you because you're beautiful. And I was like, I know I am, but that's not why. And, and, and you saying that because you want me to feel better and because, like, you obviously don't, you know, you don't want me to focus on the re- negative reasons why they're staring at me, that's kind of pushing over my uncomfortableness and my me getting upset yes. just because you're trying to, like, appease me. Yes. And, and I don't like it because I'd rather you just, like, let me rant and go on about, like how annoying white people are <laughs> for an hour and yes. sit in there and listen to me, which they do constantly. Oh. So how do you,
0: so when you guys have those conversations of like, you know, if you're over here saying, you know, white people are so annoying because you you're talking to a right. white person, but they're also your mom and your dad. Like, no. You... Right. And I think like one thing
1: that's always like really clear something that's always like really clear to understand is some and, and, and you know, something that we know is we were, you know, I'm coming from a place of like, I don't one like I don't ever associate, you know, every white person to be the same but like sometimes in my rants or my my venting sessions is what we call them <laughs> in those instances i'm angry and i said oh, and i'm and i'm just like ranting about like thing that happened that was clearly like that was because i was black and, and wouldn't have happened to anybody else hey okay, parents fully understand that they hate it they hate that i have to like experience that and i think like one thing about like my dad to like adopting black kids he's like mm-hmm. i want to but like i just i think i would be heartbroken having to see them go through like you know, racism here in America, <laughs> like, yeah. once we, you know, once we adopted and brought him over, because mm-hmm. that's, that is the reality of it, like, I, I don't know if I could handle it, What you know, and like and, that's and that's, and that's hard, and, 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 you know, like, my parents kind of react differently to each situation, but, like, for me, one thing that, that allowed me to cope with it, handle it, uh, process it, vent through it, whatever, right, like, I didn't want to just, like, bottle it up, and that was never something that, you know, my parents condone that I should do mm-hmm. was you know I make fun of the situation um oh I remember we were on a family trip it was just me and my dad and there were other family on this trip too and it was like like been with them for a few days mm-hmm. and one of them got comfortable enough to be like yeah so like how, like kind of asked about like our family dynamics like wh- how does that happen and I you know on this like we're hiking they're hiking next to us and they're asking us this question and like I make this entire story up about how, actually, you know, what happened was um, my, I was like, yeah, my mom and my dad, like, kind of decided to open up their relationship for a while. And that resulted in, like, my mom <laughs> getting pregnant, <laughs> being impregnated by a black guy yeah. um, and having me. I mean, just craziest it's thing. So like, what do you
0: get from doing that?
1: For, from, like, home. I get to laugh at your, like, I get to, I get to laugh. I get to make the situation funny and I get to, like, mm. you know, I I get to outdo whatever you know, like six racist scenario that assumptions that you've made about what my family dynamics is made up of. I get to top that, mm. and I get to make you more uncomfortable because now you don't know how to respond in that situation, that and that's and that's fun for me. Like, because and, and, that allows me to laugh at it. You shouldn't be asking me that question. And now, next time, we definitely won't be asking that question. What, like, That's whatever a, se- scenario uh, it is yes. in, you thought that was TMI. You're like, wow, they are crazy. Whatever, whatever it is, I don't care. My point is, like, it makes it fun for me. I get to laugh. I get to be happy rather than like focus on just like that. How racist and annoying and passive aggressive, you know? And like my, like also like I'm not African American. That's a different identity. Like I don't have that. Historical context, yeah. you know, that I can
0: claim. See, that's really fascinating because we talk about how African Americans right. don't even feel like they have an identity to claim.
1: Right, and and here's in and, and that is a specific, you know, thing that makes up being an African American. And for me, like I'm Ethiopian. My dad was in the Ethiopian army. You know what I mean? Like I can I can you trace it back. Can... I know my family. Like I know my aunts. We've probably been, you know, we've stayed in Ethiopia as long as I can remember. Like first of all, like I did not really see white people for the first time into like my orphanage the white families that would come and adopt or also like a few people that were working there that were white Mm because again it was run by american agency actually based in new york so on and so forth and then you know i got adopted into a family that was all white i knew that was different but i didn't understand the uh, real world realities of what that meant especially in america it was predominantly white you know like i wasn't in ethiopia like everybody i saw in ethiopia Was looked exactly like me, you know, and it's just that was just how it was, and I and for me like I was like oh cool like they look different, but that was kind of all that was it. Like I noted the difference. I'm not blind, but I didn't associate with it what you associate with race. Once when you grow up here and you you grow up with these with the structure, Mm. again like the kids I I was going to school with were all white. I didn't really understand like a lot of their comments like they they thought my hair was like interesting but I still thought theirs was interesting too like there was like the level of curiosity was like up there with me right like I was like yours is like practically white hair like that's that's crazy, like, that was, that i never <laughs> seen that, you know, so, like, that was cool for both of us, but then, you know, but then, like, you know, I think I hit, like, fifth grade, and some, you know, like, and I just, I just remember somebody, like, asked me a question that I was, like, huh, I didn't notice that, but, like, but why is that kind of thing that also, like, cur- got me curious, I don't know how to answer the question, and it was literally, the question I got was, why are my top and bottom
0: lips two different colors? Why your top?
1: Yeah, because, like, I guess my... And bottom
0: lips... Are different colors yeah
1: cuz like my I guess my bottom is more your typical like pinkish lip and your, the top is like more brown whatever your like color. Yeah. yeah you know that was a really good friend of mine who asked me that again like we both did not know the answer to that we're like huh yeah I guess that's true and we both looking at each other it's like what the heck you know I like went on my computer and was like hundred you know? like typed into Google like why is that like Am I, I was like, am I sick? Like, I don't know. <laughs> and then this whole world of microaggressions, like black women who are get these kinds of questions type of thing. And I started reading, and then I was like, oh, like, that's what it is. And then suddenly I just started to notice it. Oh, wow, like, yeah, Okay quote-unquote, like, innocent questions have a level of hierarchy to them, which they didn't before. Mm-hmm. And that hierarchy comes once you understand <laughs> the historical significance of race, like, that yes. we've, we've given it, and, like, very real consequences, yes. right? Um, and I didn't have that. And so then, like, I started doing more reading and more research again. Like, I was always... A lot of work was that I was having to be proactive and and go do the additional work that I think black Americans have their family kind of do for them already or they've done or whatever. Some of the questions are coming from people who legit think I'm insignificant or like I'm less than or that it has that kind of connotation to it. Mm -hmm. Right. And then like other questions, you're like, you're right. Like I like, for example, like I don't know how to do half the hairstyles that like African-Americans like just have or like nowhere yeah. to go
0: to you came to america some shocking things were one the poverty line two it was interesting to come to america because you had an equal amount of curiosity as the white people had about you right right so like they saw your hair and they said oh my god that's so interesting and you saw their hair and you said oh my god that's so interesting right, right. fifth grade hits and someone asks you about the color of your lips right so you google it And you find the word microaggressions. You learn that microaggressions are, yes, curiosity may come from an innocent place of curiosity, but it becomes more jaded when it's leveled with hierarchy.
1: Right. The perk of being white is that like, you don't have to know anything other than what you need to know in order to be white you know what i mean or like in, in order to like fit into that aspect of white, which is like how to do your hair which is white hair what you know what i mean like all that kind of stuff which is insane because like i can look at a white woman whatever hairstyle she has and know exactly how she got there and i guarantee you and in fact like <laughs> feel very confident assuming that most white people that you encounter will not know how you got your hair to be that way you know and and it's Mm. and that just goes to show you that like you know like how crazy is that that like i know that much about whiteness but like that's not reciprocated and just because it never has to be like in order to navigate their life they don't need to know that like i need to know how to do that because i might need to put my hair that way in order to get a job like whatever you know like there's there's that stuff look i talked about this stuff with my with my you know with my friends who are women of color like that are that's my those are my friends Mm -hmm. that are having these conversations with me and one thing that always gets me really frustrated is that like in these spaces where these conversations like black people are having the awkward conversations they're having the uncomfortable conversations and people of like who are people of color are generally having those conversations but like you know, and in our in our white friends that that like are in our friend groups that mm-hmm. are like in our diverse set of friend groups are doing that stuff. But like initially, but the point is, majority of white people like no, that's not a conversation they ever had. Like yes. that's not like that's not something that they even think about having, right? And like one thing that's always frustrating is I think like white people can you know every day go through their lives, their entire lives, without ever not having to be uncomfortable and ever have conversations. Mm. Period. And that's and that's that's how they uphold their privilege. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that is one yes. of the things that they never have to like confront it, like face it or whatnot. And that 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 is something that like is really problematic. And so, you know, one thing that's always really neat is for me, like I, I have a family that's really diverse and we always have these conversations. You know, like, to whatever degree it is. Like, I've had people react to, like, my family dynamics or just say stuff about, like, my white family (laughs) that's definitely projecting their own racist white views. I've been in predominantly black or African-American crowds where I'm considered not to be black enough not to be white what and, makes you not black enough to, th- that's sorry. my that's the crazy thing so like i think for people like like and and don't get me wrong like i get this from white people all the time they're like oh you're not black enough because i talk like them or you know like i literally have had people like white people go to my face and be like you need to talk more ghetto
0: following this interview with Meski taylor i learned that identity has no limits These boundaries and constructs that black women face is a result of white privilege. And as Meski requested that I add, privilege is a white problem, not a black problem, based in hierarchy and ignorance.
1: You know, my family being white does give me a lot of privilege, right? Because my proximity to whiteness, people will be nicer, and that's somehow like a past. To white people, they make comments like, oh, so you're the good one. When they think I'm smart, when I'm articulate, when I'm getting good grades, or have manners. Whatever it is, they want to attribute that to the fact that my parents are white. Not even the fact that they're good parents and they taught me well, but it's because they're white. And so therefore, I have these good traits that that make me the quote-unquote, like, good black folk. (laughs) Because of my white parents, so they get all the credit, and strips me of my blackness, which is a really huge part of who I am.
0: For this reason, the intersectionality of difference for black women, dependent on race, gender, and potentially even sexuality, allows a unique consciousness to form. This is a distinct way of seeing and living in this world that is catered to the white perspective, and it deserves to be heard. So. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Thanks really for having me. To me. I was honored to get asked. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thank you all for listening and thinking generously. And I hope to see you next week.